L'économie de l'attention que se disputent de nombreux opérateurs. You are now listening to Swiss Jazz Hour on Box Out FM. Supported by Swiss Arts Council Brulitia. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Swiss Jazz Hour. Enrico Mangione from Radio Gwendolyn at the microphone for today's show about Swiss Jazz labels. Well, there are a lot of very good labels in Switzerland that produce jazz records, and I have to say that the average quality is very, very good. Also thanks to the great Swiss jazz schools that attract many amazing teachers and students from all over the world. I think that something similar to Norway happened where institutions support amazing labels like for example Rune Gramophon and Hubro who continuously put out an unbelievable amount of great music. And just like Norway, the concept of jazz music here is very broad, as it should be. Because jazz music is alive when it's intended as a progressive way of thinking about music and not just a scholastic tradition to be preserved like a picture in a museum. So it happens that when we talk about jazz today and the way Swiss jazz labels see this music, we talk about a very sophisticated art form that starting from solid traditions is always moving in different directions and is always incorporating new elements from other genres like rock, electronics, contemporary music and so on. It's worth remembering that jazz music comes from the streets. The word jazz probably derives from the slang word jasm, which originally meant energy, vitality, spirit. It has been the music of the outsiders, the music of the big generation, the music of the avant-garde. So here we will treat jazz not just for its swing, cool bebop tradition, but mainly for its more liquid and undefinable deviations. And the labels we will talk about often push the boundaries of what is commonly called jazz music. Switzerland can be proud of many labels and I want to mention Altri Suoni that since 1993 published some very interesting local Tessin artists like Zeno Gabaglio, Stefano Saccon, Stefano Romerio, Roberto Pianca as well as international artists such as Mike Westbrook, Lee Konitz, Dave Liebman, Danny Godlieb, Enrico Rava and even the late great Chet Baker and uh, Planisphere that started as a distributor and then in the early 80s it began producing records and since then has released over a hundred LPs and CDs with artists like Archie Shep, Dollar Brand, Terry Riley or Killian Records founded in 2012 by the band Rusconi that defines itself as a genre-bending boutique music label from Zurich. Or the Montreux jazz label that published everything jazz from Nelkin Cole to Magog, or Veto Records that released albums for Lionel Friedli, Jason Rocke, Tomica Raid, or the interesting wide ear records and unit records who are no-profit platforms 
trying new waves of publishing and distributing the vivid Swiss jazz scene. Not to mention the historic Nirva and Elite records. But today we're gonna focus on three labels whose work is astonishing. They're quite different from each other, but they have in common the search for amazing sound quality, top-notch artists and world-class records. These labels are Hat Hat, Intact and Running Rhythm. So, let's start with the oldest of the three, Hat Hat. Hat Hat Records LTD was established in 1975 by Werner X. Eulinger, simply in order to document the artistry of a musician he heard through a chance encounter, saxophonist and trumpeter Joe McPhee. Early in Hat Hat's history, the label began attracting well-known musicians, including several of contemporary music's most important artists like Steve Lacey, Anthony Braxton and Cecil Taylor. It was the ethics, the care, the artistic freedom and Eulinger's willingness to take risks on projects that attracted such important musicians to such a young and little label from Europe. Hat Hat, in the words of his founder, could not compete with big major labels, so decided to focus on the underground. He wanted to let people know that there are unbelievable lesser-known musicians that deserve great attention. Hat Hat can be considered as an art gallery where artists display their current level of musical development with all the possible freedom. Every record is not just pressed and published by the label, but it's the result of a very strict collaboration with the artist. A co-production in which every participant is deeply involved and strongly believes in the project. In this regard, the musicians, the owner and his collaborators are equally important in the process. For example, Bernard Ben Wisher, who made the start possible with his special support, was elected honorary producer. Peter Pfizer, the sound engineer Eulinger has been working together since 1978, has sculpted the sound of the label, which is always at the highest level. Today, 46 years after its foundation, Hat Hat's catalog can count more than 500 releases and has become one of the most adventurous and important independent new music labels in the world. Over the years, has introduced several new labels named under the Hat Hat umbrella in order to indicate the changing styles and musical attitudes of its artists. For example, Hat Hat, Hat Musics, Hatology for jazz and related improvised music, Hat Now Art to represent contemporary composition and new music, Hat Noir to serve as a home for fresh, unpredictable, innovative, uncategorizable projects. In 2019, Hat Hat restarted the series called Hatzetics, honoring the exceptional work of George Russell and the great Eric Dolphy. And in 2021 started the new revisited series in which 60s performances make a comeback as revisited CD releases. Today 
we're gonna listen to one track from this series. The album is Don Cherry's Complete Communion and Symphony for Improvisers Revisited, a record that needs no presentations. We have Don Cherry, Cornet, Leandro Gatto Barbieri, Tenor Saxophone, Henry Grimes, Double Bass, Edward Blackwell, Drums.
Landolt was a journalist at the independent weekly newspaper Wards, where he wrote about music while in the meantime organizing concerts, including the Zurich festival Taktlos. The first record produced by the label is Irene Schweizer's live album, recorded at Taktlos at a Rotet Fabrik in January 1984. Swiss National Radio, that now is a strong collaborator of the label, recorded the concert, but a producer and a distributor could not be found. Until the beginning of the 1980s, recordings of Irene Schweizer could only be purchased through Free Music Productions label in Berlin. Her discs were not available on the shelves of Swiss record shops. So, Landolt and Schweizer got together to release the album with their own strength. It sold about 2,000 copies and was the beginning of Intact. Over the years, the circle of artists has grown steadily and now Intact catalog can count more than 300 releases. But the 100th Intact production, Monk's Casino, has become a turning point for the label. The album features Alexander von Schlippenbach recording a large number of Thelonious Monk's compositions and it sold more than 5,000 CDs. This release is the release that led to the publishing of the albums with Cecil Taylor and that led Patrick Landolt to leave his job as an editor and focus exclusively on producing improvised music. Faithful to the name Intact, an allusion to the Tactolos Festival, which is never meant to run to the beat, Intact is always moving in its own direction, and not only because it's always looking for new unconventional and underground jazz, but because the ethics of the label are very unconventional. The main goal of the label is not just to make money. In fact, the internal structure is similar to a non-profit association. The main goal is to bring to the listeners exciting, high-quality music and most of all, to work in a strict and long-term relationship to the artists. The musicians are involved in every aspect of the releases and this makes every album a cooperative effort in which everyone is a winner. This is the main reason why the label in all these years could work with such an amazing list of great musicians like Arwan Ortiz, Anthony Braxton, Cecil Taylor, Andrew Cyril, Oliver Lake, Reggie Workman, Aki Takase, Ivan Parker, Fred Frith, Chris Davis, Ingrid Lowbrook, Tim Byrne, C.V. Corvazier, Jim Black, Alexander Hopkins, and the list goes on and on. Another key aspect of Intact, just as Head Hat and Running Rhythm, is the sound quality. 
Intact always strives for a high level of quality because this not only makes the music more enjoyable and highlights the nuances and the virtuosity of the players, but because Intact's audience is very demanding. The vast majority of its clients are audiophiles who pay for the highest sound quality possible. And people seem to like these ethics so much that there are about 500 supporters and with this money and some funds from Swiss institution, the label is still alive and kicking. We're gonna listen to a song from uh, uh, an album of the Dave Gisler trio with Jamie Branch called Nameless. This album has been recorded on November 29th of 2019 at Unehort Festival in Zurich and sees the emerging new talent of the new jazz American scene, the amazing Jamie Branch, with probably the most powerful trio in Switzerland today. The personnel is Dave Gisler, guitar, Jamie Branch, trumpet, Raffaele Bossard, bass, and the phenomenal Lionel Fridley, on drums, the Dave Gisler trio with Jamie Branch.
last. But just for a matter of age, it's the youngest of the three labels. We're talking about Ronin Rhythm. We read from the label's own side that Ronin Rhythm Records is a label for artists. And in fact, there's no business here, just the pleasure of publishing great music in total freedom. Founded in 2006 by Nick Berge, this label supports community-oriented independent music productions without restrictions. Running Rhythm is a platform to help new and advanced artists in their long-term development. The label was founded to encourage the creative spirit and the poetic freedom of the artists. We can tell this by the name, because Ronin was a samurai without a master to serve. Wikipedia says that the word Ronin literally means wave man. It's an idiomatic expression for vagrant or wandering man, someone who finds the way without belonging to one place. And if we mix this word and the meaning with the word rhythm, we create both a contrast, because rhythm often is intended as something static, and then enforcement, because the wandering man has found his master in the rhythm. I guess that the meaning of running rhythm is free creativity with a method, a label who wants to publish music that only belongs to rhythm. Being a small European and in particular Swiss label, with such a high quality output is not simple, but my feeling is that the small independent labels are those who really work hard for the great new adventurous music. I feel a global label scene today, some kind of common ground and common intent shared with international labels like Ears and Eyes Records, International Anthem, Hubro, Rune Gramophone, Northern Spy and so on. These labels for me are the new ECM, ESP Disc, Impulse, etc. In a world where big major labels are getting bigger and bigger every day, but just in terms of business and not for the quality of the artists they publish. In a world where everyone can promote itself with the social media and therefore there is no more filter on the musical output. In a world that's crazy fast and leaves no time to dig deep into things, I think it's vital to have labels like this who guarantee for high quality standards and publish music with an artistic vision. But why can we call Running Rhythm a jazz label? Well, in my opinion, first of all, for its freedom. Second, because many artists on this label have a jazz background and also because the rhythmic and harmonic intricacy of most of the releases, the super high quality of the recordings, the technical level of the musician is derived from the best jazz music. Even if the music of this label is absolutely not jazz in a traditional way, it is so fresh and open-minded that to my ears takes the jazz legacy somewhere else. A mix of post-rock, math-rock, minimal, contemporary music, electronics, folk, new classical, ambient, experimental music, etc. Can we call it post-jazz then? Maybe, 
but for a music that is always evolving, definitions get old in the same exact moment in which they are created. And an example of these continuous evolutions is a series of open concerts that take place every Monday at a venue called Exil in the Rich. This series of performances named Montags are taught like a continuous workshop on the musical concept developed by Ronin Rhythm. Nick Birch, owner of Ronin Rhythm, is an incredible piano player and composer, and instead of rehearsing with his band in his rehearsing room, he rehearses every Monday on stage in front of an audience. This is a great way to open up the process of making music, bringing it to people, to free the music writing from being static and making it fluid and alive. In my head, one of the goals of running rhythm is fixing to disc the results of this continuous workshop, as if the catalog of the label becomes a library left to the memory of future generations of artists, to help them keeping on pushing forward the boundaries in music. But let's listen to a track. I choose Nick Baird's mobile Model 29 from the album Air that features Nick Birch on prepared piano, Kaspar Rust on drums, Shah on bass clarinet and alto sax, and Mats Ezer on marimba percussion. This is the last song for this episode of the Swiss Jazz Hour. Stay tuned for the next one, always on BoxOut.fm. Sincerely yours, Enrico Mangione.
exploration of Swiss jazz. Broadcasting every Wednesday at 5 p.m. IST, 12.30 p.m. CET, only on Box Out FM.